0: This is Live at Five with Glenn Curry. <laughs> what do
1: you think this is? The army where you shoot them a mile away? You gotta get him close like this, and bing, you blow their brains all over your nice cyber league suit. <laughs> <laughs> you <were> like I think. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Was it over when the Germans bomb Pearl Harbor? Hell no!
0: German? Forget it, he's rolling. <laughs> Learn it. Know it.
2: River. Are you running a business or a charity
0: the war? Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. Uh,
2: Yankees win. Pull over. No, it's a cardigan. But thanks for noticing. Are you a pothead, Fox? <laughs>
3: This is live at five. Live at five.
4: Hello! Live at five. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, there we go. A little loud, but that's okay. Got to be a little loud on a Tuesday, right? Didn't have a hotline show today. I'll explain. And uh, you know, I'll talk like a couple of the radio guys that I just uh, can't stand right now for no reason. No reason. No reason at all. What's that guy's name from Florida? Get his name, whatever. Been a long day, so it's nine minutes after five o'clock, and we're ready for you know what. So, first of all, uh, I couldn't do the the hotline show today, and uh, you know, we're you know, in the midst of, of waiting for our, our esteemed hotline um host, been doing it for many many years. That, of course, is Jeff Graham. As he recovers, we're filling in the gaps. But just the one day that could not happen happened to be today. A lot of things happen here. First of all, Jeff Graham getting sick and not having the hotline show in itself is wrong. No, I'm just kidding. And I say that facetiously, of course, because we're so accustomed to that, that noon show. And, um, and I've been saying it all along. It's, it's a privilege because it's you know small town, podunk town like this, to have Jeff as intelligent as he is to offer what he has to say politically, culturally. The latest on this and that, you know what he what he had for breakfast, all that stuff. Um, you know that once that goes away, you just like, well, what, what, what did you just do? You just took my cheese away. What's the name of that book? Who took who took my cheese? <laughs> who took the hotline show? Of course, Jeff, right? You know, couldn't have had worse timing because it was right at the political time. People would say that. He said, uh, "Wow, geez, we miss him." Yeah, and it's we, it's 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 the it's the political season. So sometimes that happens, uh, but uh, I've just been given word that uh, you know things are looking up. So that's good, and it's just it's just it's just a process. But today I could not sit in for the hotline show, uh, but uh, that will not happen again because the way we structure our sales events and all that other stuff, typically you know if, if I'm not here, it's because I'm dead or whatever. Uh, but I'm going to be here Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday to do the hotline show until Mayor Jeff Graham gets back. And then, ironically, another mayor who's also his first name is Jeff will be doing uh, Thursday and Friday indefinitely. Uh, Of course, with the exception of next Thursday and Friday, which happens to be Thanksgiving weekend. So, from this point going forward, there have been some gaps with the hotline show. And just like in the days when the Watertown Daily Times could not go one day without delivering a newspaper remember that? Ice Storm 91? sending out 14-, 15-year-old kids in, in harm's way so they can keep the streak going. Now they barely have three days a week they deliver the papers, so that, that streak is long gone. But the hotline show lost a couple of days, just a couple, including today, and we're going to continue. Now, there's been a, a phone, there's been a caller on the line blinking now for at least seven minutes. Let's take a guess here. Uh, you know, if Lefty were in the room, he'd he throw the odds at me. So I'm going to say there's a, there's probably a 3-to-1 chance That this is Jason Trainer. Jason, is that you? Jay, you you know it was Jason, but we lost Jason. You there? I was. It 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 was Jason's number, and and I swear to God, we have an antiquated phone system from the nineties, and it doesn't tell. I don't have a producer here. If you haven't figured that out, neither does Jeff. So we kind of wing it as far as you know who's calling in. It could be the devil himself. We wouldn't know. Hi, you're on the live at five show. Can I help you? This is Incubus. Oh, what's going on, Incubus? Uh, But in this case, uh, you won't tell us who it is unless you pick up the phone. So you you don't you know a lot of guys over the years. You hear Rush Limbaugh. All these guys look at screens. They have producers. They know who's calling in and they know what the caller's got to to offer. So if I had that luxury of like, okay, I got, I got Jason Trainer. He's going to do this, that, and the other thing for a campaign he's not going to win for the city council next year. Okay, we'll make that caller number two because we need time before the break so I can you know, say, Jason, I got a break. I got to get out of this. Then we got Donnie calling in talking about the you know, flat earth and so forth. We save him for later because we can, we're going to need at least four minutes to talk to him and try to convince him that he's crazy. That's not going to happen. Or you might have a, an irate call from SG, or for that matter, lefty, or gun nut, or for that matter, yes, Danny Francis. Don't have that luxury. So it's pot luck. So here we go again. Here's this how we do it, baby. And yes, of course, it's Jason Trainer. Jason, what's going on? Yeah,
3: yeah, what's going on,
4: Glenn? <laughs> what's, hap- what's happening, Jason? Let me d- let me before you start. This must be very, very, very important because you've been up waiting on the phone for over ten minutes. <laughs>
3: It is, it is, Glenn. I want to talk about the FTX exchange that recently filed for bankruptcy.
4: What? So what, what? Is, that, is that a company? It's a cryptocurrency. Oh, it's yeah, a, yeah, $15 billion. And he contributed a lot of money uh, to a lot of uh, left-wing uh, candidates, and, th- and then he went bankrupt the next day. Go ahead. Well,
3: the the story I've been reading lots into this, the Sam Bankman, actually donated to the Democratic Party, laundered money, some people say, but he gave heavily to the Democratic Party. So my point is, Glenn, that a lot of the ideas that the Democrats come up with the solar power companies, panels, and underneath Obama, they went out of business. Mm -hmm. And when you got this kind of corruption, I'm going to get to the point of clip-only being buddies of someone with a lot of money, and trying to sell a golf course to me it's no difference. You got corruption, you have threats, dogs that'd be blackmail right if if you don't do this, we're going to come after you
4: so I, <laughs> so you're saying then let's go back to the crypto guy because you know I don't want to get into the whole weeds thing about the you know the golf course, and so on. you're saying that the 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 Democrats that got money from him used him until. The elections were over. Now, now they, they pulled the rug from under him, losing fifteen.
3: 15- I think it was set up. Yes, I'm not a conspiracy guy, but when they really you have- were that
4: desperate for ten million dollars, though. I mean, ten million dollars is the drop in the hat. To Jason, well, no, the the exchange was
3: around five billion dollars, I think, um, yeah. and it it, it it was fun for the Democratic Party. So my issue with any party, whether it be Republicans or Democrats, is that stop, stay away from corruption. If you're going to call yourself a leader and the local officials here, then stay away from blackmail and people that threaten you, say, if you don't do this or else. One other thing I'm going to bring up is I believe that the Democrats will go in after Donald Trump to possibly indict him
4: right. for the uh, Trump is Democratic over. Jason, Trump episode. is over. Trump is, listen, can I just interject here, Jason? I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. And you know, you even hear it with Sean Hannity. You know, it's like, oh, uh, you know, are we outnumbered? Do we have a chance? By the way, what are you doing? You, are, are you are you counting people going through a Walmart or something? What's that clicking noise?
3: What in the world is <laughs> no, that? No, right now
4: I'm at the mall. Uh, you're at the mall, and you you're at the mall, and you called the live at five show. Boy, that must be pretty yeah, important. <laughs> so I just, you know, Jason, I know you you got a lot of a lot of passion, but uh, you know, it's not in the cards. Sorry, Donald Trump is, if, if, if there was an outside chance that either Trump or DeSantis uh, wins the nomination, it doesn't matter. You know, look how and, long it took to count out votes. And, and Well, and, and, he probably
3: won't, Glenn. I'm just saying what I think is going to happen, Glenn, is the Democrats are going to try to go after Donald Trump and indict him right. for this so-called episode of January 6th. So. My point, the reason I called up take one, <laughs> is we have to stay out. When I run again next year, right. I will not let no outside influences.
4: There you go. I'll have
3: my wife on my side. Right. And also any corruption at all time, get the hell out of my office.
4: Exactly. And don't ever come back. Get the frig out of Jason Trainor's office. And don't mind that bicycle out in the hallway. But anyway, <laughs> Jason, I love you. I got to go. But thanks, Jason. I appreciate it. Jason Trainer Running for something. I don't know what. Running for the hills. Don't know. I saw Jason on, on one of the I, I mentioned the bike thing because he, he rides a bike around town. And I saw him on Arsenal Street, right near the Arsenal Street Bridge. And he was riding with such passion, just like his just like he calls us up here. You know, as if he was on a mission. You know, from God or something. Anyway. Uh, the big news today, there's a couple of big things today. Uh, News Junkie's got a local question Who will fill uh, assemblyman elects county legislator's seat? And that, of course, is Scott Gray. And it's funny, that's true. How many legislators do we have? Like eight, ten? Forget the number. And although Scott is not the chairman, that that was switched what a year or so ago, so he can run for uh, for the assembly. Not just kidding. Um, who is going to fill him now? There was a gentleman that I knew, and I'm just forgetting his name. He's a referee. Maybe he's listening right now. But uh, a couple of years back, he ran against. He, he, he had a, a, a sp- spun a, a primary against Scott Gray, and if, what is his name? Someone's texting me right now. Maybe they got the answer. And my my question would be my uh, my yeah my question would be, oh yeah, and of course Rizzo Anthony Rizzo is returning to the Yankees, thirty four million dollars for two years, so he could bat two thirty and hit twenty four home runs. Wow, I, I picked the wrong profession. That's for sure. Of course, I'm not six foot four, two hundred and thirty pounds either. But that's neither here nor there. So the guy that ran against and and uh, uh, it, it was a primary. It caused all types of problems. Why is why is someone primarying me? I'm the I'm the guy that's been you know as a legislator for twenty years. I'm going to move on to bigger and better things. Who was that guy? He's a referee. He's a good guy. I should know his name. He helped me out too because I threw my hat in the ring uh, at the time. Uh, to see if I had any chance at city council. wasn't going to happen. Dip, 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 day. Uh, although some people say it would have, but I would have been a terrible council person. I went over that before. I don't want to go back there. But that guy should be a consideration because he, he you know, he got a lot of people's attention. And then it's like, uh, <laughs> someone just said a guy in Madison Avenue would make a great replacement for Ah, uh, That's not going to happen either. But thanks for the compliment. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. He knows where I live, by the way. Uh, 755-1240 is the number. We already got a call from uh, Jason Trainer. If you want to chime in, by all means, give me a shout. Uh, there's, there's not much to talk about other than, I mean, there's always something to talk about. Don't get, don't get me wrong. But, uh, you know, I, I, I watch Fox News, and sometimes, and I'm guilty of this. I really am. And hear me out. I, sometimes I think like, um, you guessed it, a liberal. And here's why. I'll watch Fox News like today i I'm, you know they're talking about some guy uh, was it today or yesterday some guy lost his gig because he's a white guy and he does what are they, the hand reading he does the clothes what are they when a hand reader for the uh, the 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 Lion King on Broadway as if can you imagine someone's there for the for the for the people who can't hear they have to look over the guy with moving in his hands at people dressed up as lions jumping all over the stage and he you know but they 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 fired him. Because he's not, you know, part of the whole, you know, you know, the majority of the actors and actresses, of course, be it, you know, the storyline comes from Africa. They don't want someone on stage that doesn't fit the motif or the pattern. So now he's suing them, and the first thing that comes to my mind is like, you know, this is what this is what the this is what the liberal people do all the time. You know, they just they just uh, granted Kevin McCarthy is going to be the head of the House of Representatives. We know that, and by the way. After all of this, the Republicans are one seat away from the, max, from the majority they need at the House of Representatives. So many races were that close. It took so long. There's at least, I, I forgot the number, there's at least 12 seats that still haven't been determined. So, yeah, so we're looking pretty there. But ultimately, the red wave didn't happen. And the Senate still goes to, to, the, uh, to the Democrats. And, and you look at, uh, you know, Joe Biden, he felt so confident the next day that, it, you know, he just had that look on his face. It's like, you know, don't ask me whether or not I'm going to run in 2024 because, you know the, the, you know, the midterms gave you that answer. I'm going to be here running and I don't have to go out and find another running mate because that m- won't make me look good in the eyes of the people that got me here to begin with. So it's going to be Biden and Kamala Harris in 2024. So let me just finish my point, though. It's like when I look at you know little you know tidbit stories like this where this guy got fired because he's white on Broadway, at, for the Lion King, and as an interpreter by the way, and, and it's like you know what they just they're just gonna use this as oh look at look at Fox and Friends look what they're doing now someone lost their job oh it's a racist world, and I think that condescending thing every time I watch I, not every time I watch Fox but now I have this thing in the back of my mind. I know what the other side is saying now. They're comfortable. They're fat and happy. So whatever Fox does or whatever anyone says, particularly Donald Trump, they're just going to laugh them right off the stage. It's sad, but it's a true reality. Let's go to the phones to see who's there. Hi, you're on the air. Oops.
1: About, there's no red wave. Yeah. Uh, at least not like everybody was pumping it up to be. But a lot of people don't realize is that um, due to the gerrymandering and the redistricting, yeah. uh Republicans got over five million more votes than uh um Democrats but due to the way they redistricted everything yeah um, right that's why we didn't win uh in a way but we did get over five million more votes than the, uh, Democrats
4: interesting and and you know the other the other big news I mean everyone keeps talking about Florida as if I care I really don't care about Florida. Uh, because we knew they were, they were a Republican stronghold. But can you believe the amount of new Republicans that are now representing uh, re- re- you know, dist- re- you know, congressional districts in the state of New York? That's a big thing, too. Oh,
1: yeah. New York was great. We did great here. They did great in Florida. And they even made inroads in California, which is, you know, blue city. But
4: uh, So I made, um, I made the now I, looked at, I, I I looked at the data, and all you got to do is look at a lousy map, and everything is red, 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 red. Right. It, it's, it's like what T-Mobile looked like 10 years ago. It's, everything was Verizon and that little bit of pink was T-Mobile. Now that's reversed. It's, unfortunately, everything is red because there's more cows than people in the red districts. And like you said, the gerrymandering, how they were able to control those districts so that the vote would ultimately be a Democratic vote. Remember, we were gerrymandered enough where they had to change it, where they had to move some of the primaries from J- this past June to August as a result of it. So imagine if they didn't do that. So, yes, all the gerrymandering that happens, say, in a a, a liberal state like ours, maybe Massachusetts, Jersey, uh, Pennsylvania, for that matter, which is becoming more and more rhino these days, that probably hurt. But you make a very good point. Even despite that, we still took over. So you make a good point, my friend. Yeah,
1: so we're looking. uh, Hopefully 2024 will get it back.
4: We'll see. Yeah, it's not going to happen. No, i was (laughs) kidding. But thank you. Thank you for the call. Appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Uh, there's a guy, and maybe that was the same guy yesterday. You know, we got to give credit where credit is due. Someone, or was it yesterday? You know, Lee Zeldin lost, but, you know, it, it, he, he, he performed exceptionally well. And a lot of people are still giving Lee Zeldin credit for, for the surge of uh, new Republican representation in the state of New York, which we never thought would happen. So the more and more you look at, here as I start off the show saying, oh my God, the Democrats are mocking us every day, and they do. And they feel more confident right now. Uh, but the more and more you look at the midterms, despite the fact that, yeah, the Senate's not going to happen. Uh, and, and again, as a New Yorker, we were all hoping Lee Zeldin would win. But it never happened. And then we find out today, or was it yesterday, that Kerry Lake, uh, she is officially out, too. Although she says it's BS and that she's still going to contest this for, I don't know if they're going to do a runoff or if they're going to do a recount. But, I, I'm, I'm I, you know, I, I appreciate Kerry Lake. I love what she says. She's the Trump of the West, or she tries to be at least, but the moment she started getting you know, a direct uh, you know, hotline uh, connection to J- Sean Hannity, both on his radio show and, for that matter, on his TV show, I said, nah, this is too much, way too much. Look, the, the, the girl that's taken over there, looks like, she looks like a substitute teacher, and that's, I, I'm sorry if you're a substitute teacher, that's an insult to you, but she doesn't look like she has the substance to be a representative of a state, any state, doesn't matter, Arizona, New Mexico, doesn't matter. But she won without a debate. And remember, the, the, you know, uh, J- uh, John Fetterman there did a debate, made a complete fool of himself, and still won. So I think you watch over the next two, when, once we have a political year on the even numbers, you watch less and less debates will happen. The Democrats won't need them. They have social media and the media behind them. And it's only a risk if you put up a guy, for instance, like a John Fetterman, who could barely put two sentences together, who's telling everyone goodnight before the damn night starts, and he still wins. They're just going to say, next time that happens, just look at what happened in Arizona with Carrie Lake. She kept on asking for a debate with Hobbs. Hobbs said no, never didn't need it, blah, blah, blah. She wins. Fetterman does a debate. It was probably the worst thing he ever did. Probably made the race closer than it should have been, in their view at least. And now they'll just they'll observe from all these things and say, no more debates. We don't need debates. Republicans are crazy. Let them bury themselves. Hi, ah, you're in the air. Hey. What's happening?
2: Uh, you know, she didn't lose by much. I can't.
4: Wait, wait. Speak up. I could, barely, I, could, I could barely hear you. Speak up a little. Your phone is a little off.
2: Yeah, I said she didn't lose by much, Carrie Lake.
4: Yeah, but she still lost.
2: Why did it? You should be suspicious of the fact. That it took over a week to count those votes. Right. And uh, the, all the polling showed that she was way ahead. So, yeah. you know, it's, with the, with the, so the elections, the way they're run in some of these states, uh, Glenn, yeah. I'll uh, tell you right now, you, you can't have confidence in it. No. In the elections. I, now, I've been involved with uh, the elections for a long time. I mean, I helped, uh, was a poll watcher back in the 90s for the town. We closed the polls at 9 o'clock, At 9 o'clock, myself, uh, the Republican representative, the Democrat representative, they op- and, and uh, usually there was two of us, two of each party, Right. open up the machine, get the totals out of there, call it down to the Board of Elections. They'd have the results from the town here by 9.05. The election, you knew the, election, the results by 10 o'clock.
3: Right, right.
2: You knew the president, for God's sakes, they... When Lincoln got elected, they knew the results before they knew the results in Arizona.
3: Yeah, right.
2: This this causes uh, suspicion for everybody. And I don't think, I mean, with these new machines, the old machines, you couldn't mess up. Right. Uh, I don't know what they're using in, in Vegas. But we all know how fast that those uh, casinos
4: can right, count. Money. Right, right, right. As many
2: you walk in the door, they have face recognition. They so, know exactly who you are and how much money you spend on an average right. uh, visit to a casino. Yeah. So you're telling me that, that Vegas doesn't know how to count votes? No, the only thing that tells me is the people that were counting the votes right. were probably the same people uh, in the union there that, that represents all the casino workers. And what they I usually would. Uh, it yeah. would carry a lot, you know? Yeah. what, I, what, what all the way around.
4: What I, what I can never figure it out, I mean, for instance, they were showing, I think it was either Nevada or Arizona. It doesn't matter. But they were doing video of a polling center, and they had all these uh, spreadsheets. They looked like spreadsheets, big, long, probably 18 inches long by 11 and a half. You know the deal. And they're stacking them up on copy machines. And, and you know how you have to, you know, if you're doing multiple copies, yeah, like I'm a okay, big, then, then, yeah, then, then, and there's a woman manually doing, this. they've got these big-ass ballots, you know, the ballots that we got, and she's putting them on their side, and she's stacking like she's got about to you know, uh, cut the deck, like a 52, uh, like a, car, a deck of cards, and then she right. shoves it into this, what looks to be like the common entry to a, a copy machine, and you know, down those things are made out of cardboard. And and when you slip them in, inevitably, one of them gets all clogged up. And if one of them gets clogged up, what happens? Do you throw them all away? Do you have to do it all over again? There's got to be a better way. I agree with you.
2: Well, yeah. And and then you wonder where they all came from. I mean, why weren't they counted? Why weren't they placed in machines as they were coming? I don't know. That's the other question I have. The other thing is... uh, that I'm very suspicious of, and, and with good reason. I don't know if you're a history buff or not, or if you remember, I, I know you probably you weren't born yet in 1960. Yeah. But the election in 1960 came down to Illinois. Illinois. And it came down to the city of Chicago, and it came down to the suburb of Cicero. Right. You know Cicero because that's where Al Capone's Yeah,
4: very Italian area.
2: Richard Nixon, they believe, to this day, there are a lot of people who believe Richard Nixon won the election. Hmm. But Richard Nixon, they they, they said that uh, Kennedy won a very slim margin. We're talking, uh, whatever, a thousand votes or whatever it was back right, then. Right. Uh, but Nixon didn't want to cause a war or, or problems in, in the United States and stuff, so he just kind <clears> of <throat> let it go. Let it go. And didn't contest the... The the results, or, or ask for a recount.
4: Mm-hmm. Well,
2: unlike unlike Al Gore, you know, right, I mean, right. You know, well, all these people, and you'll have callers here. You'll have a couple of callers here. We know who their names are. We won't even have to mention them. Right. They will call up and say, "Oh, conspiracy, conspiracy."
4: Yeah.
2: Uh, but they forget they forget history.
4: Right, right, right. Well,
2: this is nothing new. This is nothing in New York City. They wiped out everybody that was involved in government, if you remember correctly, back uh, in the early 1900s, because of uh, uh, corruption and because of mm. rigged
4: elections. Right. Well, I don't. I didn't know about that, but you know, it make, makes sense.
2: Well, yeah, that's him. And but here,
4: here's here's what I want to here's what I want to say, though, Duff. Let's go back to Arizona. The bottom line is, Hobbs is not a, the the person to to hire to, for the job. But you got to start asking the question: Why is it someone like Hobbs and Federman? Why are these people so popular? Okay, say what you want, whether or not it's legitimate or not at the polls. But you got to admit well, they still get a tremendous amount of support when they really. The question in my in my book, uh, D- uh, Duffman, is how did they get there to begin with, and why are they getting any support?
2: Exactly, you're answering your own question. Well, no, you're answering your own question. Well, I happen because to, you know that the, the per, any person with common sense wouldn't vote for.
4: Ah, you know what? I ran into a woman who's from Pennsylvania. She lives up here. And again, this is just one person. Don't get me wrong, but she had nothing but good things to say about John Fetterman. And I'm like, I didn't want to get into an argument with her because you know, it's at someone's house. It's not my right. thing to do. I, all my arguments actually happen on this show. I don't do it in my own life. I don't want to do that. And I just right. like, what? No, I mean, I, I mean, what do I do to what do I do to you know to to tell this person that they're wrong? And then I sit back, Duffman, and say, Well, maybe I'm wrong. I I don't think I am. And maybe I don't know enough about this guy. Maybe he's just a See, the thing is, Hobbes, Fetterman, all the liberals, AOC crowd, they, they appeal to another person that you and I will never, ever be, and that person happens to outnumber us. That's my point. We're never going to be satisfied with what's going on, in that, whether or not we lose the House two years and from I- now, or the Senate, or for that matter, the presidency. We're not going to be happy with it. But these people, as unpopular as you and I are of, about them, they're not. A lot of people like this, Hobbes. A lot of people love Fetterman. That's the problem I have with all this.
2: Well, I also think, too, that it comes down to this, Glenn. This is I think it comes down to the insiders were afraid when they started seeing these outsiders who were leading in the polls and doing well. And you take a guy like Mitch McConnell was funneling millions of dollars into the Alaskan Senate right. race. Weird. When it was two Republicans against each other. Yeah, that's odd. You know, because he wanted Murkowski in there. Right. He doesn't. He, he, he doesn't want a and Trump then, supporter. He wasn't helping the other. He wasn't helping the people that had a real shot at. Right. It. And you have to say to yourself, why does why is Mitch McConnell? Yeah. And why is Lindsey Graham? Right. Right. Working against? Yeah. People, you know why?
4: Because you they don't, don't want-, want
2: these people coming in and asking questions. But uh, because they're they're protecting, you know, it's it's not. Uh, it's it's like Jeff Graham used to say. Yeah. It's, it's the incumbents. It's the incumbent party. Well, <laughs> yeah, that,
4: that's, that's, that has a yeah, lot to do with it. But just bear in mind that they do not want any uh, Trump's uh, Trump-style candidates.
2: Because they ask
4: questions. Well, oh, yeah, and they do more than they ask questions. They represent a whole d- different ideology, and they don't want yeah. that. And, that's, and you're right. And then, and then, of course, you throw in Mitch, uh, uh, Mitt Romney, who, who has nothing— to do with Mitch McConnell or or uh, Graham. He's just on his, on his own. He's a guy who still thinks he no, should be president.
2: He was, he, no, because he he was uh, he was out there undermining candidates, too.
4: Well, maybe, uh, but I don't see all three and of them conspiring of the Newark, together. He would
2: say that, you know, well, they're not the best candidates, and they were funded by Democrats and, and spreading all that kind of stuff. Right, and, right. You know, and, and, and basically putting a, a doubt in people's minds about the, the uh, legitimacy of the candidate. No, you're right. One, who won the primary?
4: That's right. See you, Sandy. So listen, Duff, I got to go. I got to do a break. I'm way behind. It's already 25, but All thanks right. for the call, my friend. That's, uh, that's the Duff man here on the Live at Five show. Got to do a break. Someone's on the phone. Just wait for a bit. Uh, we'll be back after this. Are you interested in becoming a hospice nurse? Find out
5: first. See you soon at Apex Caprera Honda.
4: Thank you. Thank you. All right. So, uh, this, according to the Daily Mail, this is what, you know, this is kind of important. First time in our lifetime. Other than, of course, what happened in uh, Yugoslavia with the, you know, the bombings there. But you know, we all know that there's a war. Don't you know there's a war going on? Well, according to the Daily Mail uh, this today, Russian missiles killed two in the, the country of Poland. For some reason, or other, Poland is uh, capitalized in this Daily Mail article. Warsaw puts army on increased readiness after blasts hit rural village five miles from the Ukraine border. Officials, of course, blame Putin, but Kremlin denies responsibility. So I just, you know, had to get that out there. Not in our lifetime, other than a NATO country, which we are, being attacked in 9-11. Is something like that happened. Uh, and uh, maybe an accident. Who knows? But something like two people killed. Now there's a big, big meeting of the minds. Uh, scary stuff, folks. Let's just hope for the best. Higher in the air.
6: Yeah, Glenn. The other day we were talking about Cork Street and those juts out that they put in. Yeah. Um, how they're going to be trouble. Have you seen the uh, what new weather map they just put out?
4: Uh, no. Is, is, is the storm coming up, you're saying?
6: Yes. We are in the two to three feet level.
4: Are we really? You know what? It's funny. Yeah. Uh, Jeff, uh, Mayor Jeff Smith told me today he got a call from Fox. They wanted to talk to him about how, how we're going to be prepared for, for this big snowstorm. Yeah.
6: So, you know, and all these walks that they've got jackhammered out all over the city. Right. Um that's going to come to an end. Yeah. There's no way they can keep working if we get a storm like that. And let's see what happens when people go down Court Street and can't see those jut outs. They don't know they're really there. We'll see what's going to happen.
4: Well, let's hope they put those, you know how they put those sticks you know, for the plow trucks yeah. Or, yeah. or for a, a hydrant? Hopefully they'll do that. If oh, they don't, they do you're right. Yeah, It's
6: going to be something else we get that much. They're calling for buff, Buffalo, four feet of snow.
4: Four feet in Buffalo.
6: Yeah, that's what they're calling for. I mean, I don't know if it'll happen or not, but you look at just uh, Google up the new map, and holy crap, You're out of, we're, in the, we're in the dark area.
4: Yeah, oh, well, I can't okay, wait. Okay, Glenn. All right, thanks. Thanks for You know, I was talking to someone today, and, uh, you know, people all of a sudden say, oh, my God, we're going to get snow. I said, well, yeah, we, we, we're Snowtown. <laughs> but in recent years, last year, I don't think we hit 60 inches of snow. And if we did, we were not much over that. We average anywhere between 109 to 120 inches every year, depending upon you know this, that, and the other thing. And just we've been jaded, really. But at the same time, have you noticed the river levels? The river is dry. All of a sudden, we're looking. Uh, it just it, it looks off. It looks like you know like some burnt out canal. It, it we're looking like Lake Mead, which is a man made lake in Nevada that's been drying up for decades. Because you can't you can't put a man made lake. Build a build a, the, one of the biggest uh, dams in the world, and, and then and and then support over twenty million people over the next eighty years. You just can't do it. Can't do it. Can't stop. So we need the rain and we need the snow. And by the way, the other day when we got all that rain, I was looking at and again I'm not a meteorologist, but I was looking at the map and of course all of that came up from that uh, that hurricane that broke up uh, you know over uh, Florida and the Carolinas. That came up here in like three hours later. It was a fast moving system. But with that, that whole system also included get this, this is Glenn Curry talking lake effect rain. We had a lot of lake, you could see it. As, you know, as, as the system went away, whatever wind and conditions it brought up here and the temperature change, we had a decent amount of lake effect rain as well. So we need it. We definitely need it. Now, do I want two feet of snow? Do I want four feet of snow? No. But uh, one day we're, we're going to be we're going to have a hard reckoning again, and maybe it's this year. I remember it, 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 it. You know, I remember the days, and maybe you guys can reminisce with me. Let's go down there. Let's go down that lane of what 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 was the first time, what was what was the worst fall of weather, and I'm sure old timers who've lived here all their lives could tell me. But I do remember a time when, and I can and I don't know if it was the last week in September or the first week in October. But I do remember driving down Coffey Street, and there was heavy snow on the le- on the trees. And I, I for the life of me, and I have this in, embedded in my mind. I remember the tr- the leaves were still green. Now it was a freak storm, you know. Not many. You know, it wasn't windy. The trees, the lines didn't come down unbelievably. But again, a lot of people know, remember, and I do. Because by the way, my thirty fourth year being up here happened this past Sunday. I might have mentioned this yesterday. November 13th, 1988. so it's been 34 years. and I remembered you know and going in my years in Oswego, it's it snowing quite a bit even before Halloween or on Halloween Day. we just don't get them anymore. We don't get that. Two weeks ago on Halloween it was like 60 degrees. We had 95 kids show up at our house. The weather was that good. So I you know it's it, it, everything everything good comes to an end. But at the end of the day, we are still snowtown. Oh, oh, someone down in Alabama is upset with me. I shouldn't have said that. We are still snowtown, and we need the precipitation. We need it bad. Hi, you're in the air.
5: Yes, you're a difficult man to get a hold of.
4: Uh, are you Alabama? Am I who? Are you from Alabama?
5: No. No, I'm not from Alabama.
4: What's happening? I'm,
5: from, I'm local. Local. Um, you started talking about reminiscing about snow. Yeah. My first year at the city when I first started in 1985. Can you
4: talk up just a bit, sir? Can you talk up? Yes. Go ahead.
5: Uh, my first year with the city, yeah. Water Yeah. We had uh, 106 inches of snow in December. By the end of December.
4: And let me. Can I take? Can I take a guess when that was?
5: 1985.
4: I, I, you should have let me talk. I know it was, it was 1985, <coughs> and I know that because of. I graduated in, in the spring of 85 from Oswego, and a lot of my friends stayed for at least another semester to, fill, to finish things out, of course. And I remember them telling me about that particular December of that year. Yeah,
5: I, I lived in a snow plow.
4: I'm sure you did. Yeah. So, so is that what you do now? Do you, do you drive a plow?
5: No, I'm retired. You're
4: retired. You sound young, though. You don't sound that old. Uh,
5: I'll be
4: 63 next year. Well, you're, you're young. You sound like a 63 old. But when, when you say that you drove a plow... Way back when, and you retired now, it almost makes you sound like you're older. But you're only sixty-three.
5: That's it,
4: yeah. Oh, that's good. That's a good age. Yeah. So what? I mean, when you drove around a plow, all those—how many years did you drive a snow plow? Uh,
5: well, I was a wingman. Uh, I, I I worked with a gentleman. Uh, well, James. I'll just say James. Yeah. Uh, we uh, we plowed. Like I said, uh, it seemed like we were living in the plow. That particular month of winter right and uh i worked my way up through i drove plow probably 20 years
4: Well. Oh. so th- let me ask you what was the craziest thing did you ever fi- did you ever hit anybody or any dead bodies or anything like that sort uh,
5: uh well no n- never any dead bodies no a lot of cars hit
4: us a lot of cars hit. did did and i'm sure at some time or another you might have hit a deer or dogs because that's almost impossible not to
5: uh yeah yeah we hit dogs. uh They would jump into the road and they couldn't get away right. or you know in time. Right they couldn't stop and they couldn't get away. Oh so god. They'd oh. end up over the snowbank on the sidewalk. Yeah.
4: A little bit. Ugh, poor things. Yeah. Ugh, that sucks. But other than that, I mean, so uh, other so go, go down the list here. in in uh for instance, January of nineteen eighty six. Did it t- was, it a- was it a bad winter? I mean, that- December is still fall, essentially. Was it a really bad winter after that in 85 or 86?
5: Uh, I think they finished out the year with about that much more snow.
4: Probably over 200 inches that year. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, we just don't but get it that. It was
5: spaced out over the next few months.
4: So okay. So it was an aberration. It was just, you know, it was just all within that one month. So what other right off the bat, what were the, what years come to mind as far as bad or worse and what at what time did you start recognizing or realizing that the snow is not as bad as it used to be?
5: Uh, well, when I was still working probably uh, the late
4: 90s. Yeah, right. Early 2000s. Right. And did that sh- did that surprise you?
5: No, not really. We had had open winters before. Uh, we call it open winter little bit little to no snow.
4: Interesting. Open yeah. winter. I have to remember that. So, do you think there's global? I mean, here's a guy that's been plowing. Uh, I'm assuming you, you plowed pretty much most of your adult life. That was your job. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, do we have global? Is is man responsible for global warming in your in your viewpoint?
5: I. I, I'm, uh, that's way off with me. I don't, I don't really understand that.
4: I don't care to. But, <laughs> no, I, just, well.
5: I, I don't really think so,
4: no. Okay. And again, you, you, you know, uh, you, I'm not a scientist. You're a worker. You know, you've, you've done great things, uh, 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 you know, to con- contribution to life by making a road safe, but you're also part of a pattern where you could see it over the, t- over time. So I think your viewpoint is, is, is fascinating, uh, you know, yeah. because... You know, you you remember the cold nights in you know, in the winter nights. Oh yeah. You know, like like an Eddie Rabbit song or something. Yep. Um, but uh, it's always good to, to, to And so, would you ever sit down and write a journal about you know I'm the plowman? you know, like hook up with someone like uh, Stephen King and 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 do a a, a you know, horror movie called The Plowman?
5: No, I probably wouldn't. Uh, <laughs> my memory's too bad, and all they all run the. Everything runs into each other over the years. You know, you don't you don't remember everything specifically.
4: So, so what what was what was the biggest pet peeve you had with either people driving, or people you know throwing snow out into the into the street for, when they were plowing? What was the biggest pet peeve you had about people and their habits when you were plowing?
5: Uh, trying to drive plow in the city during the day was the worst.
4: It was uh, the worst. People wouldn't get out of your way.
5: They they wouldn't wait and stay out of your way till you were all done so that they could drive on the freshly cleaned road. Oh, God. And they would get right in your way.
4: <laughs> and what would you do? Would you, would you, like, wave them off or, like, say, get the frig no, out of my way?
5: just wait for them to get out of the way.
4: Wow. Wow. And then and did you ever drive down 81, too? Did you do that type thing?
5: Well, uh, not, not 81. We were city. city okay. We couldn't leave the city.
4: So then when you picked up all the snow, you dropped it what, where? Into, right into the river?
5: Yes, it gets dumped into Black River,
4: yeah. And, and where in the Black River? Uh, 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 off Coffeen Street or right, uh, right there off the Mill Street Bridge? Uh, the,
5: the Mill Street Bridge is a snow
4: dump, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because I've noticed it there. It's a fascinating no,
5: it's not jump. It's bridge. It's actually an island
4: right there. Right, no, that's what, yeah, right, but that's, that's a big dumping area. Yes. And, exactly. and, and if we didn't dump it into the river, would this city be in worse shape than it is? I mean, is that the only place to put it?
5: Well, uh, you can put it out in a huge open field and then keep pushing it. Right. Keep it keep it out of the way, you know, so you have a place to put it. Like
4: Mount Dank. they did that in and Boston had a record breaking year like seven eight years ago, and they built this huge huge mountain of snow. They didn't have anywhere else to put it, and I and I think it melted like in May. <laughs> it like took well, took the
5: big problem with that is the salt in the snow. Right,
4: right, right. It gets crystallized and all, and then all the dirt. and All fascinating stuff. Have you called this show before?
5: Uh, I called Jeff
4: show once. Oh, About it. Well, I tell you what. Thank you, plowman. We're going to call you the plowman. Oh, great. <laughs> or the plow guy. Which... One or the other. The plow guy okay. sounds better. All okay. right. Thank you, my friend. I appreciate it. Yep. There, there you go. There's, there's someone talking about plowing uh, the streets of Watertown over the years. You're on the air. Hey, how's it going? It's SG. Does anybody know
0: why they cut down all the trees by St. Pat's? For that, you know, a parking lot right in the corner. Arsenal and Massey? That whole grove of trees... Around the corner, they cut them all down.
4: Did they? uh, Right off uh, Arsenal Street? Or Massey? Yeah, yeah. I don't know.
0: Yeah, between the gas station and St. St. Pat's, there was like six trees maybe there and they cut them all down. Were they
4: big, big trees?
0: Good sized trees, yeah. Oh, that sucks. Not Big, big, not 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 oversized or anything. Huh? You know, they were a nice sized tree. I don't know what, what the deal was, but that's...
4: I don't know. Maybe the yeah. I I I'll have to check that out. Normally, I, I catch I pick up on stuff like that, but I didn't.
0: Yeah, I was driving by right when they were cutting the next to the last one down. I'm like, holy
5: crap!
4: By the way, have you seen the construction uh, that uh, uh, Lundy's, Mike Lundy's uh, outfit, uh, building up the, those two? I believe the two medical buildings. Off Mullen Street, they're, those are moving along. I mean, all oh, the, yeah I did
0: see there. Was some
4: like they, there was nothing there. going on there forever, and now, like, bang! There's two buildings. They're, they're paving roads in front and the back. It's amazing what man does. You know, yeah, Mike you get Lund. On that, yeah, once yeah. They, once More you know, it, time. Well, no, no. It takes money, it takes preparation, it takes planning, it takes engineering, and it takes men to put this stuff together. God bless. Right. God bless mankind. And it, I mean, again, say what you want about guys with dogs. We eat too much. We drink too much. We watch way too many sports. But when you see a building like that go up in 30 days, you're like, wow, where would this world and be you, without men?
0: You, you ever owned a dog? Yes, of course. Oh, okay. I just You compared owning a dog to being a sports fan, and I can't see the analogy at all. <laughs> it's, it's like a dog.
4: Yeah, you brought that up yesterday. and I, I, Right at yeah, the end of the show, I had no idea. I, what, was, what did I say? I can't remember.
0: You, said, you had no idea. But I, I'm saying the only way you know it would be if the dog if the sports team won the super bowl for 14 years and then then broke up and you know disenfranch- the team was disenfranchised that'd be the only way it'd be like a dog unless you didn't train them and then, then it'd be like you know
4: uh, i don't know i would have to go i'd have to listen to the videotape boy i have no idea where i was going with that one
0: so, yeah yeah no you, you were just, Thanks
4: for bringing it up
0: you know, you know cuz i'm not a sports fan and
4: no i, I know you're not so I, you're like I nine out of 10 game. guys in this town it's amazing well, how
0: well, i enjoy a good game i just don't Commit my life to it. You know, when they lose, it's not going to ruin. No,
4: me. I know. That's why you, you're going to live a lot longer than I am, a lot longer.
0: Yeah.
4: I am older. Yeah. Well, you are. How old are you?
0: <laughs> I'll be sixty-one in December.
4: <laughs> By the way, is it annoying when I clap my hands or bang on the desk? Is no, that? I,
0: I, I've always enjoyed that. That I mean, I makes it so fun. You know. I, I enjoyed when you had a round of applause.
4: Too. Yeah, I know. Well, there you go. I
0: don't know why you stop that? You know, it, it makes the show a
4: little more special. So SG's got a little bounce in his voice. And this is what I was saying at the beginning. SG's world is is so much better after after the midterms. You, you feel better, well, right, SG? It's more,
0: the VA is taking care of me now and and, and helping me out with right. my pain. So right. That's, that's, yeah, that's the Democrats so are in rule. My, there you go. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, well, my pain? Is I, just, mean you
4: uh, know, there's a, there's a silver lining. And like I say, every now when I'm watching Fox News, when they come up with something, I'm like, oh, geez, now this is just going to be interpreted as just white people whining that they didn't get it their way. Kerry Lake didn't become the governor. SG's got his way. SG won! SG won! You know, rah, rah, rah. I, I, I think people, like, Duff's still going
0: on, on, on you know, election fraud thing. people are sick of that crap. We have the best election we'll, in the like, world. Like,
4: yeah, it takes us eight days to count the votes. Back
0: before computers and everything... Cheating was more of an option. Now everyone has a code on it. You'd have to, re- it'd have to
4: be really a SG, cheat, when I saw that woman, to- when I saw that poor woman stacking up all, she stacked it up like this, you know how it bends it's so much, she had to stack it on its side, and she puts, you know how it is to put anything into a, comp- into a copy machine. Good luck if that goes through all the drums. One of them inevitably gets stuck. Is, is that the best we could do, SG? We're still putting things through freaking copy machines now? I mean, come on.
0: Well, there's different systems. It depends on, it's absurd. We should have state one, state system.
4: one system. It be. One system. Si- you it should shouldn't be have to wait seven that's days. Why,
0: that's why you can't have somebody win for president because each state is separate. I mean, you can't have it stolen. It's, so, you know, it's not so easy because each state's separate. Right. And so you're you say, have, yeah, if
4: you're going to have a conspiracy, you'd have to bring in a lot of people on the same page, is what you're saying. Right, right. So uh, well, you know, it's funny. She said, I got to <laughs> do a break right now, but I, I, let's, uh, yep. I, I'm going to read. All right, I, I'll talk to you later. That's SG. Let me do a break right now, and I'll have a thought about that a little bit. One, two. All right, so real quick, a couple of minutes left. Uh, yeah, I thought about that before, what SG was just referring to. You know, every state has their own deal, districts. You know, there's a lot of people that would have to be in the same room together to make sure that they get their way. It's a good argument. So when people say, oh, it was rigged, it's like, how was that rigged? You know, just like just the Democrats said, well, you know, the influence from Russia rigged or, or influenced the 2016 election. It's like, how does that happen? They don't have to explain it. It just happened, trust me. Just shut up. You're a racist. But in 2020, for that matter now, we could start talking about 2022. You got to get everyone on the same page to, to make it a conspiracy. And that's a great argument. It really is. I mean, you think about it. You know, you try to, you know, you, you, you whisper something into someone's ear and you tell them, hey, whisper this and don't tell anyone else and, and see how far it goes. And, you know, it gets misinterpreted almost immediately. So you're not going to have a lot of people on the same page because that just doesn't work out that way. But when, 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 all, when in the last 10, 20 years, when more and more people start talking about saving our democracy and, and looking at, you know, the white establishment as the problem. You don't need collusion. You just need ideology to change from one state to one district to one congressional district, this, that, and the other thing. And no one is on the same page together with this whole conspiracy, mind you. But they're on the same page because they have that control. They really do. And so it's questionable what happened in Arizona. Why does it take seven days? She's running against the, the secretary of state who controls the voting, too. That's suspicious. So hopefully, you know. Again, I don't think you need to have a conspiracy to create one because the sentiment against the white establishment and the Republican voter is that strong, where it's it's accepted, and that's why a guy like John Fetterman wins because the majority of his support came from Philadelphia, and the majority of support that came, that for uh, for Hochul came from the boroughs. It's, it's it's that simple, and yeah, it could be a numbers game, but two hundred seventy-five thousand difference does that mean there's more? I mean, it's obviously the urban settings outweigh everything else in upstate New York, but 275,000 people said, yes, we want more crime, we want cashless bail, we want a, a revolving door penal system, and we don't care about the border, blah, 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 so forth and so on. It seems a little odd, but again, you don't need to, to, to bring everyone in and say, hey, this is what we're going to do. You just say, no, no, Republicans are bad people, and everyone just kind of knows that, and that, that, that's my suspicion. Just a theory. Last call of the day. Hey, Glenn. You're talking about the election
2: integrity and how can people cheat? Well, these are all digital records with these
5: machines. So almost two years ago in Nashville, Ma- mail-in
4: ballots. It wasn't
5: an RV; it was a missile. Hit the AT T building, <laughs> and it conveniently hit
2: mini voting records database, right. where they it got wiped out. So I mean, that's how they're doing it. Mind. It's easy. It's easy to cheat like that when you know how to. When you make the machines and.
4: Are you, you excited? Are you, know exci- Are you excited? Jeff Smith is on on Thursdays and Fridays now for a while. Are you excited about that?
0: Oh yeah, I actually li- I like that was a good move by the station to put
5: uh, the sitting mayor in there. That yeah. was good. That was a good move.
4: From one Jeff to another Jeff, it all works out. Of course, once Jeff Graham uh, recovers, he'll be back uh, back in the saddle again. But. Uh, at, uh, Donnie, you gotta go. You, you're turning into SG. Calling in at the end of the show. What's that all about?
0: <laughs> I was just listening to the show today. All
4: right. All right. Thanks. Thanks, Henry Hill. All right. AM twelve forty W 18 in Morristown makes us legal. Up next, CBS News. We'll see you tomorrow. This is CBS News on the hour, presented by Liberty Mutual Insurance.
5: I'm Monica Ricks in New York. The Pentagon is still working to confirm reports of a missile attack in Poland that's killed two people. CBS's Kimmy McCormick has the latest.
1: The Pentagon says it cannot confirm the reports, but is taking them seriously. The missiles may have landed just inside Poland's border.